in a world where your alarm clock goes off too early. The coffee isn't already made. And you gotta make it to work. On time. Only one team of superheroes can wake you up. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 1037 Play. Begin now. Well, good morning, sunshine. Although today I should just say rain cloud. It's a little sprinkly as you get up for your Tuesday morning. Going to be a sprinkly week, pretty much. Uh, another eventful night in Richmond. Yes, for which sure. Which I feel like if we can just say that every morning now and I kind of... Absolutely. Same, same Absolutely. Uh, we'll try to get you filled in on everything that happened last night in RVA. Also, a new term you might be hearing, FOGO. Bogo. Is that like Bogo? Buy uh, one, get one? No. <laughs> no, it's not. You don't want double of what this thing is. Oh, it's okay. not necessarily a good thing, but you're going to hear it more and more when you're talking to friends. Oh, okay. uh, so we'll fill you in on what Fogo is coming up next. Fogo. Do you have the Fogo? It's not a disease, don't worry. It's 1037 Play. Melissa and Jack in the morning. The Fogo? The like, Fogo. Like Bogo? Like buy one, get one? No, this is Fogo. Fear of going out. It's the opposite of when we had FOMO, the fear of missing out. Right. Like pre-COVID, you just, sometimes we went out just because we didn't want to miss all the action that I, was going on. I always had FOMO. Always. always. the reason I was so sleep deprived. So now it's Fogo, fear of going now, out. You have that now. You have the Fogo. I, I want to say I don't, but like I know I do. I'm not ready to be like fully immersed in public yet. I'm just trying to be safe. But that's what you call it. It's FOGO, fear of going out. And, you know, it's totally acceptable to feel like that. At this point in time, yeah. I mean, I understand your concerns, but uh, I have the opposite of FOGO. Like, I would like to go out very badly, safely, of course. So you have FONGO. Excuse me? FONGO, fear of not going out. We really don't need to use an acronym for everything. (laughs) 1037 Play. Every office has like a set of rules that like, you know, you're not supposed to do socially, but people still do it anyway because they're just not thinking. Like, don't take off your pants in the office. That shouldn't even have to be a rule, Jack. It's what are three, seven play <laughs> Melissa and Jack in the morning. We had a scenario here over the past 24 hours that uh, is just making me think about like the things you, you probably should know. Like replying all to the entire company for no reason at all. Yeah, we had a little incident yesterday. Well, it started off. It started off great. For a great didn't it? reason. Yes. So we work for Summit Media, and uh, we got an email from our CEO yesterday that was honestly quite powerful and wonderfully inclusive, acknowledging that this Friday is Juneteenth. If you don't know, Juneteenth is the uh, celebration of the ending of slavery in the United States. So we sent out an email to the entire company saying that as a company, we will be observing Juneteenth as a holiday. Uh, He says, while we cannot rest until every single human being is able to live their life without fear of prejudice, mistreatment, or victimization, uh, we do feel it's important to understand and do our part to contribute towards a society that is truly bias-free. I thought that was wonderful. I've never seen that from like a company president before. Great email. And uh, he said, everyone gets the day off, take the day to reflect and, you know, think about these things. Awesome news. That's where it should have ended, right? That should be the end of the story. But it is not. Because for some reason, all these people in the company have taken it upon themselves not to reply to our CEO directly, but to reply to the entire company. So it has become a giant chain email. My whole inbox is people replying back. I think it's great that we all want to, like, you know, reply, but... 
can we not reply all? Like, isn't that a rule from like 10 years ago? It's a rule that everyone should follow. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't. Like, I get the excitement for this announcement, and I get that you want our top boss to see that you're excited right. and that you're appreciative, but just send him an email, not the entire company. Like, this is a society. We have rules. How do people not know the rules? I'm going to send out a company-wide email telling people not to reply all anymore. Jack, that will literally make you just like everybody else. Damn it. I've become the problem. <laughs> 1037 Play. I'm a little concerned at uh, what my daughter's been doing to get rid of telemarketers because I think at some point she's going to get in legal trouble for it. So 1037 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. In legal trouble. She's in seventh grade. I know. What is she doing? Ugh. So she has a, a cell phone that she got this past year, and I don't know who had the phone number before her, but they received a lot of spam calls. So her phone rings constantly with telemarketers. Huh. So she has started doing this thing now because I kept saying, just don't answer it and then we'll block the number. It's not a big thing. Nope. Walked in on her the other day. She picked up the phone and goes, I have the body in the trunk. Do you have the money? I was like, what are you doing? She found it's better to just make up things like that and say that. So Immediately, they hang up the phone and the telemarketer doesn't bother her So anymore. instead of just ignoring it, she's been answering the phone like that. Acting like she's got a body <laughs> hidden somewhere. Dude, that's hilarious. I put the body in the trunk. You that's, have the cash? That's so good. And you hear them for a second go, oh, uh, and then they hang up the phone. Kind of genius. Kind of weird. Where'd she even get that from? How does she know it's always the telemarketer, too? I mean, I don't, I don't like know. Grandma calling from some other phone. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm impressed that she has the foresight to, one, see it's a a random number, right. understand that it's a spam caller, then quickly come up with a funny saying, and then actually say it to an adult. Like, she's so young. That's really impressive. I definitely, like, do not have that ability. No, me neither. Like, five seconds into the call, and I'm already giving them my social security number. <laughs> 1037play. I'm a sucker for you. Stay in your bubble. It's 1037play. Melissa and Jack in the morning. What do you mean bubble? There's, Stay in my bubble. There's this new social support bubble system. So British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is trying to make sure the people over there can interact with each other, but there's still a lot of us that are like kind of wigged out by being in like ginormous crowds of people. Like you. Yep. So they, <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I'm not. So they uh, they have come up with this system over uh, in England called the support bubble system. And what it is, is that you allow yourself to be in like a bubble of a small group of people. So instead of it just being your own household, like you've been doing in quarantine, you kind of branch out and you've got a few different people. Some people have already been doing this. They call it the quarantines. Oh, we're yeah. Quarantining with other people. Great, so Becky. Enjoy. You just kind of you. You can only hang out with these people. Yeah. You so you find bubble. your bubble. So you can kind of expand out a little bit, but you pick a few families or a few friends. That way, you're limiting to maybe 20 people at a time instead of just jumping back into 500 people all at once. How can you trust everyone in your bubble? How do you know they've been staying in the that, bubble? That's how you choose your bubble. You decide who you can trust. All right. So what if? Let's just say that you're not overly fond of your current support bubble you're in. Mm -hmm. Like, can you be traded to another support bubble? No, this is like not the NFL. You can't force a trade. Your support mm. bubble is your support bubble for duration of the virus. Plus, what is wrong with your support bubble? Nothing's wrong. I just want a fresh support bubble. It's mm. like when a player demands to be traded away from Cleveland. Like, Cleveland is okay, but they're definitely better cities. Come on. Know? I went to college in Cleveland. You know I love Cleveland. Maybe you need a better support bubble city. <laughs> 1037 Play. Oh,
Hollywood hot mess. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 103.7 Play. Can I just call out Kanye West for just a second? Please do. So, you know how a few months ago he was like talking all about how he didn't feel like it was appropriate for anyone who's young to wear makeup and how he didn't want his wife, Kim Kardashian, wearing all this makeup. You know what he did this week? Filed for a line of his own makeup line. Wait, Kanye starting yeah. a makeup line? Kanye is starting a Yeezy makeup line after nope. he's sitting there talking trash about everyone else wearing makeup. Let me, so hold on, like, half of his family has makeup lines. Like, yes, doesn't correct. his sister-in-law make billions of dollars a year? Kylie what? Jenner is one of the most wealthy makeup artists so in the world. Why is he starting one? Because uh, it's money? I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's super hypocritical, though, to be talking smack, and then all of a sudden, boom, starting your own for the money. Everything he does is hypocritical. I know. All right, all right can we on. talk about this new wrestling match? So I don't know if you've been following the drama on Twitter, but yesterday, uh, actor Ron Perlman, who you probably know best as Hellboy or from his role in Sons of Anarchy, uh, he got into a little tiff with politician Ted Cruz. (laughs) So now the two of them may be going at it with a charity wrestling match to donate $50,000 to charity. Yeah. This, so they, they, I've been watching the back and forth here. One, Ron Perlman is 70 years old. And he is jacked, though. He, he is Yeah, but built. he's 70. And Ted Cruz is 49, which I thought he was a lot older. This is, come on, guys. I Who mean, do you are they think really doing this win? on Twitter? This is not, this shouldn't, this shouldn't even be happening. He's Wait, a senator. He's you, an award-winning actor. Hold, please. America is totally effed. Who are you way. voting for? Who do you think would win that one? I hate to say this. I really hate to say this, but I think Ted Cruz could beat him. Is it because of the basketball match? I don't know if you remember. Ted Cruz had gotten into it with Jimmy Kimmel a while back after Jimmy Kimmel saying, called him act- a blobfish, and, and Ted Cruz actually won in their basketball match. Can we act match. like adults? And this is coming from me. Oh, that's <laughs> not good. 1037 Play. Second date classic. The following contains strong language and nudity. It's intended only for mature audiences. Listener discretion advised. Melissa and Jack's second date on 1037 Play. All right, Samantha, tell us about this date. Yeah, so um, I went on a date with this guy, Turner, and I thought the date went, like, really well. Um, He's not texting me back, and it's just weird because I really thought we had a great time. So I'm just kind of confused, and I'd like some answers, honestly. Okay. Have you talked to him at all since then? um, I've tried to, but he's just not answering any of my texts. All right, well, you came to the right place. We're going to try to call him up, and uh, we'll try to see what happened. Could be good, could be bad. Who knows? We'll get the answers, yeah. though. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Hello? Is Turner there? Yeah, that's that's me. Hey, Turner, this is Jack. Uh, you don't actually know me, but I'm calling on behalf of a friend, Samantha. I think you went on a date with her recently. Does that ring a bell? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, how do you... How do you know her? I'm just a friend of hers. Seriously, um, I'm calling as a favor to her. I just wanted, she just wanted to know why you haven't been calling her back. Is there anything I can tell her? Is there any reason? Okay, well, first of all, this is really strange. Um, I mean, I'm just doing her a favor. Like, did she do something on the date or? Um, we, well, the date went well, you know, like it was going really well. And, uh, you know, we we're like flirting and stuff. But then uh, she just, like, drops this bomb. She says, I'm honestly just trying to find a boyfriend in time for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I thought she was joking. But then, it, like, she wasn't. She was. She really just wants to be in a relationship before Valentine's Day. She straight up told you on the date she's just looking for a boyfriend before Valentine's Day. 
<laughs> yeah, she hasn't told you this. I mean, like, it, it, she's like, I, w- I just need to be in a relationship. It was weird, and it, it didn't sit well with me. So, what's wrong with not wanting to be alone on Valentine's Day? I mean, I set a goal, and I was going on dates to find the guy I wanted to be with on that day. And Man- I don't know. Who knows? You might have made. You're the on the phone too. Yeah. Yeah. Turner, I've got great news. It's um, not great news. I, it's not great news. <laughs> I don't know, Samantha. You've been on second date on 103.7 Play. Wilson, Jack. <laughs> You're oh on the radio. My. This is awkward. Oh, uh, this is not weird at all. <laughs> well, okay, but here's the thing. We're just trying to get to the bottom of it because it seemed like you guys had a connection at least at the beginning. Samantha, explain this whole thing. Are you just shopping for a Valentine's date? I mean, when you say shopping, it makes it sound really bad. But, but is that yeah, kind like, of what I you're just, doing? I just wanted, yeah, I wanted someone to be with on Valentine's Day. And, like, when I circle like that, like, I'm going to do it. So... You know, I was just looking for the right guy to be with on that day, and I felt really good about you, Turner. First of all, we only went on one date. I just, you know, I get setting goals and, like, being a goal-oriented person. I'm kind of that, but this is not healthy. So, Turner, think about it this way. Like, you've seen The Bachelorette. Like, this is like a rose ceremony. (laughs) And you got a rose. She wants you to move on. Congratulations. And hopefully make it to Valentine's Day. So, really, you should kind of look at this as a good thing. Oh, man. I got to tell you, I think I'm saving my rose for somebody else. (gasps) No, wait a minute. But what if you guys actually do have a connection? Like, what if we do this? What if 1037 Play pays for your next date? So, you guys go on a second date together, and we'll we'll see how it goes. Like, why would you just brush her off just because she He's looking for someone, you know, to be with a month from now. Like, everyone's looking for someone, I guess, kind of long-term. She just, you know, has a date in mind. I'm looking for a long-term relationship, too. It's just a weird way of putting it, It's you know? It's a little weird, yeah. Okay, I mean, I, uh, all right. Like, I, I get that. After hearing you guys, like, talk about it, I, all right. Like, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have put it like that. But I guess I'm also just, like, a very straightforward person. I was trying to be very upfront and honest with you. But I, I agree. Like, I think, um, you know, I'm looking for something long-term. It just happened to be, you know, that Valentine's was, like, a starting goal, I guess. But, I mean, I'd really love to go on a second date with you if, if you're up for it. Yeah, okay. <gasps> Yay! I'll go. Yay! All right. Well, what are three seven play will pay for your second date, okay? Uh, all right. Thank you. All right. She she totally fooled him. He's gonna be the one <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Good job, Samantha. <laughs> thank you. 1037 play. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Your second